0: Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Hi, I'm Paul Listick, and welcome to Behind the Curtain. And next up everybody in our Behind the Curtain podcast, you know that music, it is one of the anthems from La Casual Folles, a six Tony award winning musical, but now it's where it should be, up at Musical, Music Theater Works, uh, playing through April 3rd, that's up in Skokie, and uh, I was up there for opening weekend. It's absolutely amazing. Joining me is the producing artistic director and stage director for Lacage, Kyle Dugan, who we've talked to before. So, Kyle, welcome back to you, and also joining us is the star of Lacage All Fall. I know it's ensemble, a lot of great people, but man, nobody stands out in this show like Ginger Minge, who you, who plays. Alban Zaza, and, of course, you probably know Ginger from RuPaul's Drag Race. A very sincere welcome to both of you, and thank you for joining me, and what an incredible show. Thank you, oh, Thank you. So, Kyle, I'm going to start with you because, uh, you know, the reason the show is happening uh, at Music Theater Works is it's because of you and, and your team there. Ginger enters the picture a little bit later. But what led you to realize that, you know, Lakash is something that we need to be doing within the Chicagoland area
1: right now in these times? Well, I think it's, of course, there's a lot of anti-trans, anti-gay bills going around the country. And I think um, when, the, when La Caja Fall was originally produced, um, uh, you know, it toured the country in a lot of dinner theaters and kind of showed a loving gay couple um, very different from what people had been exposed to in the past in a, you know, a, just a, a, a brilliant way. So it used humor and love in a way that is just, is just as important now in in uh, even though you know uh, inclusive marriage is is now mo- the law of the land. Uh, it's just it's such an important story to tell still, and uh, what a great way to bring people in to see that message than a star like Ginger
0: and Ginger. I want to ask you. This is a show. First of all. It, of course you get a standing ovation at the end of the show because many times a great performance gets it, but I can count on one hand the number of actors who get a standing ovation twice in the show, and for you, of course, <laughs> it's it, it's after the anthemic I am what I am at the end of act one, but you just I, I don't know, maybe you're just used to it. Does it blow you away
2: that people are just going nuts with your performance? Well, the funny thing is I never pay attention to it. While it's happening, so I'll get off stage, and you know everybody's like, "Oh my god, that was that was great!" Listen to them; they're screaming. I'm like, "What? Who's screaming?" Oh, there's an audience there. <laughs> oh goodness, uh, no, it's it's wonderful and it's it's touching, and and I think that it really um, it shows me that my instincts are right, and I'm really approaching it from you know the human aspect of the role because I think a lot of times with something like this it's so easy to be an over-the-top drag queen. And that's really not what the show is about. So we've taken a lot of care to make sure that we're finding the human side of these characters. And I think that that is really what's what's coming through and why the audience is responding the way that they are. I'm curious how previous people
1: in
0: Nathan Lane uh, and, I, and George, I actually saw it originally on Broadway with George Hearn and, and so many different, you know, reinventions of this show over time. Was your performance informed by any of them, or is this just a ginger minge
2: take on this character? Uh, I can't say that it was informed by any of them because, you know, George Hearn and Gene Barry were so, upfront about the fact that they are straight men playing these roles. And, and every interview they did at the time started with, well, I was talking to my wife, you know, before I came in here today <laughs> just to really force it home to the audience that they are straight men. And this is really the first time um, a, a gay man who happens to be uh, a non-binary drag queen has taken on this role in a major production. And I think that that is what really informs the choices that I've made. But I think it's the most authentic um, performance that, that you're going to be able to find of this type of character.
1: I took a lot of care in that, too. And I think, you know, not only Ginger, but many of the people behind the table, our choreographer, our music director, many of the cast members, you know, at the end of the show, typically... Um, Zaza or Alban Ginger's character would come out in a suit, and the whole point of the show—they talk about it over and over again—is you know I, they're trying to change change her, and and I always felt that was kind of counterintuitive that someone would come out at the end again not as their authentic self, and so I really wanted to infuse that in both the people behind the table creating the musical and the people on stage creating the characters that they brought their authentic self to these roles. And I thought that was very important to our interpretation of the production.
0: Kyle, let me stay with you. Which came first? The choice of the show or ginger? And I say that because look, a lot of local productions are cast with local Chicago is right? Who will fill the mm-hmm. roles. Um, you know, you have Honey West, I- I'm sure Ginger you fall in love with Honey West, who I love dearly. Um, oh my gosh, what- and my new best friend forever. Kyle, in terms of your decision to reach out, obviously the authenticity piece, but did you did you ever think about, well, let's just cast it locally or I'm going to reach out?
1: We actually thought about the show first. Um, this is our first show in uh what they call the North Theater at the North Shore Center for the Performing Arts. So it's a Thrust space—it's a little bit smaller than music theater typically produces in. Um, but we wanted it to be—we wanted it to be intimate, but but we wanted a big personality. And my husband's uh, was on reality TV, and so we're a big fan of watching reality TV shows. It's uh, also Justin LeBlanc, who's the costume designer for the show. So we knew that we love uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. We love all the reality shows, and we thought, you know, this is a perfect vehicle for someone. Not just a drag queen, like Ginger said, but someone with immense talent, both as an actress and as a singer. <clears throat> and I knew, you know, there's there's not that many people that can that can do a star turn like this. And I mean, really showcase as a star. And that's and that's Ginger. So we, you know, reached out and lucky enough that we we connected and it's the, it was the right time, the right place. And um, the rest is history. And, and Ginger, so as you come in, you're, you're meeting a lot of people here who are, you know, Chicago-based. And again, but, but
0: kudos to people like Honey West and you know, Christopher Ratliff. I just I love him anyway. He did such a great job. But of course, your main relationship has to be with Jason Richards. So I'm just sort of curious because you're a couple that's been together for decades. How did you guys, did you, you know, did you go to dinner? Did you spend a lot of time? You had to create a relationship that plays so well, but, you know, you don't just magically have that unfold on stage without working at it.
2: Well, there are some times in your life where you are just blessed with somebody who is just a piece of your heart when they introduce themselves to you. And it's so cliched and corny, and I can say a whole bunch of things like that, but honestly, I feel as though I have known Jason my entire life. We have the same sense of humor, which is so strange because I have such an offbeat sense of humor. Nobody ever gets the jokes that I get or that I tell, (laughs) and he gets them. And from day one, you know, I I walked into the room to do the promo shoot even before we started doing rehearsals, and he hugs me, and he kisses me on the cheek, and he, he always just tells me, I'm I'm beautiful and I'm worthy and like all the things that my husband does for me in real life, he really treats me with that respect and that care. So I, I never feel like I am anything less than loved by that man every moment we are together.
0: And that's why I play so well. Kyle, I was going to ask you, well, not ask you because I kind of have a sense, but you did select the smaller theater versus the large. You could have certainly mm-hmm. filled the large theater without any doubt about that at all, but
1: you, you wanted to create that club effect. Yeah, we're, we're really looking at ways to keep great musicals special and alive and an experience, and so we really have converted the whole space into the club. We've got a, a um, drag queens in the front lobby as people enter we've got seating on stage we have a bar on stage we have um uh, uh, a huge bird cage as you enter with fog and lights the whole the whole bit and i i just think that it's a way to for people to feel special we're going everyone's going back to the theater they want a special experience they want to take a chance to go out again and i think creating a special experience. Not only a special experience on the stage, which is just amazing, but also something that people can say, oh, I had that fun cocktail, or I got to take some pictures with some drag queens in the front lobby. It really gives people something to talk about, and, um, and they're definitely talking about this show, so that's exciting for us.
0: Well, I, I've yet to see. I mean, you know, I've fallen in love with, with your theater now. I mean, from Ragtime and all the things you're doing, it you, you you take these challenging shows, and you're just doing amazing stuff with it. But, Ginger, let me let me also ask you that, you know, people who know you from RuPaul and stuff, so, number one, do, do you find that there's people who kind of, they come in, they have expectations, but also this is a different forum for you, right? That's television. That's a very different venue. This is a, a live,
2: intimate theater. Do you have a preference in what you like to do? Well, I've been a theater baby my whole life. I mean, from the time I was six months old, My mama, uh, she volunteered me to play the baby in a local production of Fiddler on the Roof because it was cheaper than babysitting, (laughs) mostly. Um, So she volunteered me for that, and I grew up in the theater. I don't remember a time where I wasn't performing, so to me, like, my safe space and and my happy place is center stage in the spotlight. So it's always nice to be able to come back from doing all of these other great projects around the world. I mean, I, I love doing everything I do, And I'm blessed to do them, but there's nothing like walking onto a stage in front of a whole room full of people who just want to have a good time with you, to share an experience with you. And I love telling stories. It's the best way to tell a story. Kyle, the
0: good news is people who love Ginger, and everybody does. I mean, she's the reason so many people want to come anyway and see it. First of all, you have a a merchandise stand out there where I I was so happy to see there's lots of Ginger merchandise available, those kinds of things, so the Ginger fans can get their fill. But And uh, Ginger, I'll ask for your reaction to this, but I think administratively, Kyle, there are certain performances people can come to, and part of the routine is you get to say hi and meet Ginger afterwards.
1: Yeah, every Friday and Saturday night for the rest of the run. Um, we'll have our ginger. We're calling it Ginger Snap, uh, which is a meet and greet with Ginger. Get to get to chat a little bit, uh, get some signed merch, and uh, get to take a photo with Ginger. So a really kind of exciting way to also connect in a special way and bring home bring home the magic. <laughs> Ginger, you listen,
0: on, on, certainly on Saturday you've got two show days and all that, so meeting people afterwards, you sometimes say, "Oh Lord, I just want to go to sleep and
2: whatever." Or, I'm not in the?" Or do you sort of say, "No, no, I love meeting my fans." Oh, uh, musical theater is my drug, so I am on such a high. By the end of the show, this is the best time to meet people. Um, I, a lot of the other drag race girls, when we've been on tour together, they always hate having to do a meet and greet with me because most of them hate the meet and greet. They hate having to sit there and <laughs> chat and take pictures. They want to snap the picture and go. It, meanwhile, I'm the one that's always like, so where'd you grow up? Oh, I love that blouse. Where'd you get it from? What's your mom's name? What are you doing? Like, I just love to meet people. I think everybody's story is so interesting. Even the mundane stories are always so exciting to me. So those are my favorite times, honestly, to to, to be able to interact with people. And people are so thrilled that they get to do that. And that's good. It's so good because you really want to be positive
0: about that. Kyle, I'm just thinking, if you haven't cast Little Mermaid yet, Ginger might make a return to Chicago.
1: Oh, you, you know, we've talked about it. Who knows? There may be some future shows that Ginger might might uh, return with if uh, if we're able to, to get her back. But, uh, you know, Ginger is a special talent, and I hope that in the future Ginger,
2: Ginger will be back with Music Theater Works for another star turn. Listen, and they Ginger, know they're never going to get rid of me.
1: <laughs>
0: Ginger, everybody who knows me knows that Tevya is the role I was born to play. So, since you were also in it as a child, I think Kyle needs to be doing Fiddler on the Roof, and we are his Tevya and Golda.
2: <laughs> I'm ready. Let's do it. we have got my prayer <laughs> right. shawl.
0: <laughs> Unless you want to be Kaba, but that's up to you. Uh, and, and I have to ask you, because you're, you're you're spending a lot of time here in the city. You've got got this run. Are you enjoying Chicago sites, Chicago
2: food, Chicago places? Uh, you cannot pry me out of a Portillo. I mean, we finally got one in Orlando, <laughs> but it's not the same. <laughs> the, the chocolate cake shakes don't hit quite the same in Orlando as they do here. So I, I am loving that. Um, I'm not a big deep-dish pizza fan. I know, don't tell anybody. But uh, I've been enjoying lots of little different pizza places around town. Kyle, it was a brilliant move to bring ginger in to do this show I just have to tell you that and as
0: I said if people have not yet seen a show what music theater works there is no better show to start off with uh, than La Cajo fall I wanted to play I, I, I should have done this injured uh, a little bit earlier but Ginger you of course did the song I am what I am which is just classic you did it for a tribute to Harvey Fierstein, and um, and so we're going to play a little bit of that now uh, just so people can hear uh, a bit of the magnificent work that you you did. Let's take a listen.
2: I am what I am, and what I am needs no I
0: And so, Ginger, having done that, I just briefly have to ask you what's it like doing it for the guy who, like,
2: wrote this? How <laughs> <wrote> do <this, laughs> <laughs> the man himself? What a personality. He is. He's such a doll, and he's so giving. Uh, you know, I think I've I've learned a lot of my people skills from Harvey. Um, I remember when I was younger, you know, I was obsessed with Torch Song Trilogy. I've gotten to do that play two times, and when I was doing it, you know, this was before Drag Race, before anybody had any idea who I was he was there responding to my emails and talking to me about the creation of the show and what things really meant to him at the time. So he kind of mentored me through emails through that. And then as I got a little bit older, when I saw him in Hairspray on Broadway, I waited at the stage door, and he recognized me every time and always took that moment to connect with me. So it really kind of pushed me to keep doing the things that I was doing, hoping that I could someday be that. And, you know, then I got to go and perform this song. It's like the anthem of all anthems. It's my favorite song of all time. And I was shaking like a leaf. I was so nervous. I don't get too nervous. I was so nervous. And I don't remember even performing it. I remember hitting the final pose, walking outside, and then I'm smoking a cigarette, like just kind of pacing. And from behind, I hear, oh, honey, you made us all so happy. (laughs) And that moment was just so surreal, and it kind of put everything in my life into perspective. And I was like, okay, this is what you should be doing, and you really are on the right path because you're affecting the people that have affected you. Um, And he's been nothing but supportive and kind and lovely to me, you know, since then, even before, but since then in particular. I just, I, I remember sitting with him when Kiki Boots, because it came here, as, as so many things
0: do to Chicago, and I sat with him, Billy Porter, before he was Billy Porter, and others, and can you just imagine that experience of interacting with that crowd, Jerry Mitchell and Cindy Lauper, and yeah. oh my, Stark stands,
2: love Stark Sands. I used to ride the subway with Billy Porter, like, every day in New York when I lived there, I mean, he <laughs> said I was a nobody, he really wasn't you know he was between <laughs> projects at the time but we were always somehow heading downtown and uptown at the same time so i got to what amazing time. careers you got the you-
0: You're so so sweet. sweet. Fall playing through April 3rd. Get your tickets at musictheaterworks.com or call the box office, 847-673-6300. Kyle, it's always a pleasure talking to you, so I have little doubt we'll be doing it again. And Ginger Minj, what an honor to just have you take some time and chat with me. Uh, Big fan who you bowled me over on that day, not just because of your performance, because you were just so nice to spend some time chatting with me beforehand. And just please know that was really appreciated. Oh,
2: my gosh. Anytime, thank you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> like, uh, thank you, folks. Like, guys. Or follow at Music Theater Word. Thank you, Ginger. Thank you, Kyle.
0: Well, if you want to know more about what we've talked about here, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Paul Lisnick. That's P A U L L I S N E K. And I'd love to hear your comments or topic suggestions for future podcasts. You can also go to my website. PaulListNick.tv. And hey, don't forget to hit subscribe on WGN Plus and iTunes. And tune in each week to hear more Insider Scoop coming to you from behind the curtain.